When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast, episode 73, everybody. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me is the strong one of the group, good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I'm fine. I said you could go with that. I, I, just, I just figured you didn't want yourself laughing halfway through it. I think that would have made it even funnier. I see. Uh, Doug's original nickname this week. This is take two, everybody. But the original nickname sounded good in my head, but did not sound good when it came out. Um, should, should I should I enlighten the audience, Doug? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> be, be giving him a second chance. But um <laughs> but yeah, so today's episode is episode 73, Doug. The master of the unexpected or translated from Japanese Elite Four Shiba appears. So you know, I can make her make her take either one of these. So, because I, I, I do kind of like the Japanese translation of this episode. That's not bad. I mean, you get a little bit of false hope about the, um, the mention of the Elite Four, but... Yeah. So, but, um, all right. Um, we are here. Doug, my man. Um, I, I feel like I, I can enlighten the audience a little bit as to what I just fucking did outside, <laughs> scaring the shit out of my neighbor. So everyone, I own an actual flamethrower and out here in Illinois, um, it's snowed and it's been pretty, pretty cold the past couple of days. So um there there's been like just little sheets of ice either on the driveway or on the walkway i i at least snow plowed the majority of the damn snow when it when it dropped but um my wife was like it's too damn slippery out here you need to do something you need to lay some salt down and i took that as oh she's telling me to flamethrower this um flamethrower um, all this ice and get it away, even though she did say salt, but I used fire and salt. So I took my flamethrower out and I'm outside for like 35, 40 minutes, just blazing the ice and melting it 
all the way down. And mind you, it's like 17 degrees outside. So me melting the ice, it's going to freeze right back. But it's yeah. not it's not going to freeze if I lay some salt down. So, of course, I laid some salt down. But my neighbor was leaving her house and she she comes to a complete stop just because she sees me with my flamethrower and I wave at her with the flamethrower in hand and then take it and I hit the trigger and the fire just plunges into the air. And I must have scared her because she kind of sped off. <laughs> She's like, this is crazy. <laughs> And burn down the cul-de-sac. Yeah, I know, right? But um, but everyone else around here, they're like fire fire freaks. Like all my neighbors love using my flamethrower. I I have no idea why, but um, every single one of my neighbors have used it at one point, and um, I'm sure they were recording me because every time it seems like every time I'm outside that they're out that they're at their window recording me and I see it on Facebook. But I know I know my wife um was recording me today. <laughs> As if something goes wrong they want proof that it was the black guy that did it. <laughs> For real. Uh, we didn't do this shit. You see that? <laughs> we didn't do it. We yeah, three different <laughs> camera angles. <laughs> uh he 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 says he's black, but he he's he's more brown. <laughs> yeah, he's lying through his teeth. He's lying. You can see by yourself. You can. So, but yeah, it it was pretty funny. Um, scared went 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 on and scared my neighbor and melted all the ice that was around um our our, our house and everything. And our kids will no longer fall. So yeah, that that's what I was doing. Um, right before we were recording today, made made us thirty minutes late in recording tonight because my ass wanted to use a flamethrower. Yeah, and whose fucking idea was it to do three of these sons of bitches? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I ain't got nowhere to be. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. <laughs> so yeah, I, I well, do you really want to watch New Year's Evil tonight? It actually doesn't look like a bad card, if I'm honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I might take a look at it. Um, I'm also, um, I'm in the middle of Wrestle Kingdom as well right now. Because we're recording this on January 4th, so I'm currently in the middle of watching um, night one of Wrestle Kingdom. And it's not it's not bad so far. It, it is pretty weird. I believe they're going three nights this year. So Yeah, I thought I saw three or four. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I believe I believe it's three. And it's kind of weird because it used to just be the one night and then they tested all tested out a couple years ago the whole two night thing and it was a huge success for them. And they're like, oh, two nights work. Why not three nights? But um the third night apparently is not at the Tokyo Dome. It's somewhere else. So uh so I'm going to I'm going to be in, interested to see how many people that they're actually going to have for night 3 or where it's going to be at. So, but yeah, night 2 is tonight, so I need to catch up because they have a double championship match where the winner of night 1 goes to night 2 
and I forget who he's facing because the good thing about New Japan Pro Wrestling is you can just come in at any point and be guaranteed some good matches. So, yeah, I love me some New Japan. I mean, obviously they've got story, but they're more of a big event company. Yeah, and like I said, I they I think they're doing what WWE is going to be doing with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I know I might be boring a lot of people out there that that are not wrestling fans, but. Um, to me, it looks like they're heading towards WrestleMania this year for champion versus champion, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, winner takes all. And then um, whoever, I'm guessing what they're going to do is night one is going to be Brock and Roman and night two is going to be the winner of the Royal Rumble versus whoever wins on night one. So that's I honestly, I honestly think you could have Lashley win the match at the Rumble. Brock gets in the Rumble, wins the Rumble, and challenges Roman. You think so? You think that's what they're going to do? Well, because the problem is, he said, like, he completely blew off Lashley after the main event. And he's like, I'm going to see Roman on Friday. And so, so obviously, they're still keeping that B form. Yeah. So, what's to stop Reigns from. Getting the WWE title off of Lesnar at uh, the Rumble, Roman or uh, Brock kills somebody, takes his spot, wins the Rumble, and challenges Roman. You know that that's not a bad idea. I do like that idea. I don't think that they're going to go that route. I, I do know Meltzer said this title reign is just a holding stone for Brock Lesnar right now and I think they kind of right. freaked out with the whole Roman thing so I guess we'll see you you might be right Doug you might be right and my thing is like so Big E was going to lose that title regardless on Saturday like yes somebody was going to beat him and it was probably going to be Lashley yeah Lashley was probably going to win that match but they're they're probably holding it off for a couple because the rumble is at the end of January, isn't it? Yeah, it's around it's around your wife's birthday, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, she always shares her birthday with the rumble. How there, dare she? Really? I know. God I know. Son of a some people, you know. I know. Like you, you would think no, just change your birthday <clears throat> so we can have the best <laughs> of both worlds. But no. so uh, all right everybody um today's episode um premiered in japan november 19th 1998 and here in the states premiered october 11th 1999 doug my man uh, am i going first or second today my date for this is 1975. You are going first. I am going first. All right. So on my date in 1975, October 11th, Saturday Night Live SNL, created by Lorne Michaels, premieres on NBC with George Carlin as host. So... The franchise that still lives strong today premiered 
on this day, Doug. And and I, mean, I you could, uh, think you could debate on how strong it's going, but it's going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it it is still because it's one of their flagship shows, so it's never going away. Oh, I mean, that's true. So. So regardless of how poor it is, I mean, just 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 like WWE, I mean, even though it, it sucks, it, it sucks right now. Um, Storyline wise, I mean, it's never going to fucking die. So it's here for the long haul. If, if WWE dies, the wrestling business dies in my eyes. So, uh, yeah, I suppose you could make that argument. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause people can say, oh, but AEW or impact or ring of honor or new Japan, they can, um, take the flag and run with it. No, not a lot of surprisingly, not a lot of Americans really watch those other shows. So I, I think can't the, even find impact. Yeah. I mean, impact <laughs> has, a, has a new network every time you sneeze. So yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, you sneeze. <laughs> you tell me I'm cold. wrong. That's cold. <laughs> you tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you ain't wrong, but that's fucking cold. <laughs> they couldn't even keep a network on Twitch. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure um, <laughs> I'm sure if we were on Twitch, we we would last longer than than freaking impact at this point i mean and don't don't and people that that are listening that like impact i do enjoy me some impact but they their audience is just not there it's just it's it's a whole different ball game so yeah duh yeah so <laughs> i think what? it would be all right on twitch because we wouldn't have rob van dam having threesomes <laughs> for real for real so all right but yeah that was mine um saturday night live like i said still going strong they got keenan thompson as one of their main stars on the show who is making a very good living with snl his tv show his his commercial ads and just and and he started from scratch over at all that at nickelodeon so i mean look at him now yeah, so. look at him now. <laughs> so, all right, Doug, my man, take the ball. What's what's your date? So, on <clears throat> October 11th, 2016, we had decisive game four in the NLDS between the Chicago Cubs and the San Francisco Giants. Um, This is notable because... Cubs staged the largest comeback to close out a series in history. They were down um, five to one going into the top of the ninth. So you had um, you had three outs to play with. Otherwise, we were going back to Chicago for Game Five. Um, you know they just they got a couple of hits and all of a sudden you know you're you've got you know a couple guys on and then uh couple there was a there was a throwing error um if memory serves we might have been recording the wrestling show that night 
and I was just kind of hanging out, and I was kind of just there. <laughs> um, I, I was kind of just there, and I kind of resigned my because, like I say, they were trailing because they got down, um, you know, at the end of the fifth inning is when they were down. So they had three innings where they just weren't doing diddly poo. And it's like, oh, God damn it. And I really didn't want to go to five because anything could happen. Could just, you know. And, you know, all of a sudden they put a freaking rally together. Um, the clutch base hits to tie it and take the lead. And then, um, you know, the Cubs bullpen slams the door. They win six to five. This was big because it was a. It was an even year, and San Francisco was going on a run of only winning world championships in even years because they had won it in 10, 12, and 14. So everybody had just kind of... Holding their breath. A lot breath. of people just kind of... Yeah, a lot of people just kind of threw it up there. They're like, oh, it's 2016. It's an even number. They're probably going to come back, and they're probably going to make a run at it. And they did. Shut the door, and the Cubs went on to face the Los Angeles Dodgers for the... National League pennant, and I'm not going to go into that because who the fuck knows what other dates are popping up. Unfortunately, I don't want to talk about what happened on the 16th, so we might have to revisit this later. (laughs) All right. And for those wondering, our episode, two episodes from now, which will be on Bad to the Bone, is going to conclude Doug's. Doug's speech on what happened on October 16th. So I'm guessing oh, it that... won't because I'm not talking about that. <laughs> oh, what happened on the 16th, Doug? Lost game two is what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't even know. I, I'm I'm just as shocked right now as you as a lot of our viewers. Yeah, we lost game number two. So we what are you talking? We you're over there. Sock fan. Hey, hey, it's, hey. It's nothing wrong nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. You just can't be stealing wheeze from people. <laughs> hey now, I'm I, I dabble back and forth just because my wife You can't wife, be dabbling. You can't be dabbling. My my wife you, and her family are White Sox fans, and I was not a baseball fan at all before I got into this family. But I was Oh, I just I just wore the hats because I like the designs. Hey, I didn't wear any White Sox hats. Ever. Oh, you wore a couple baseball hats. You had a Boston Red Sox hat because you liked how it looked. (laughs) Did I really? I don't You sure did. I don't I don't remember that. (laughs) Like I like the color. (laughs) Of course I did. Uh but all right. So thank you, Doug. Thank you for our history lesson this week. Are you ready to jump into this week's episode? I am. All right. So we start this week's episode <gasps> um, with a with the narrator t- telling all of us that we are three weeks away, Doug. Three freaking weeks away. And Ash has yet to do anything. What the hell? <laughs> But I mean, he shot a movie. He surfed a big wave. He <laughs> went to the premiere. He, yeah, a lot all... of things. He, <laughs> he slept at home a lot. 
He's had a bro. He 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 he's had Mister Mime try to suck his face off with the vacuum. He's he, yeah, he's done a lot. <laughs> so this week we start off with a shot of Bruno on the TV screen, and he has his Hitmonchan, and he throws him out, and Hitmonchan's like hey, John, and. Freaking Ash and Ash and Brock are sitting there watching this on the TV, and it's and it looks like an old video of Bruno fighting in the Pokemon League, and then out of nowhere, Misty's dumbass comes in and just turns the TV off. And so we know from uh, last week's episode, she's got a vendetta against the TV because she made that crack about the only thing that gets a workout between Ash and Brock is a TV remote. Yeah, for real. And Ash is like, hey, turn that back on. And Misty goes on to um to tell Brock and Ash, shouldn't you be training for the Pokemon League? You've been you've been doing everything to avoid actual training. And Brock just jumps right on in. And he's like, well, we are training for the Pokemon League. She's like, huh? And he, and he's like, yeah, that was Bruno. He's one of the Elite Four members. And we were watching him to study his techniques in the Pokemon League. And then kind of takes Misty aback. Doug? And he said, oh, we were one. But nobody was fucking taking notes. No, not at all, because and, and and that that goes with probably your next point with when Ash was sitting there going, yeah, what was going on again? What were we doing? And Brock is like, oh, you stupid asshole. <laughs> Blow up our entire spot. I know. It, yeah, because because he he was like, yeah, we were trying to learn his secret techniques. And he looks right back at Brock and is like. What were those secret techniques again? And Brock was like, ah. <laughs> and Misty, of course, is there with a smirk on her face. And she's like, well, those secrets must be really secret. <laughs> Doug? And, you know, Brock's, you know, kind of panicking. So he's trying to cover. He's like, well, the Elite Four trainers must must have, like, some secrets to, to develop strong pokemon and we're trying to get kind of the inside track and ash is like yeah i want to find those pokemon so i can be a great trainer just like him <laughs> and apparently <clears throat> pardon me apparently um this bruno fella um trains uh somewhere secret in the in the mountains and um Ash is like, well, we should, we should go. We should try to find him. And Brock's kind of sitting there. He's like, well, Bruno's a superstar. He's not gonna waste his time on the common folk like us. And and uh, Brock Ash says, well, I'll tell you one thing. If I could find him, I bet you he'd train me. And Mrs. Ketchum, apropos of nothing, just pops in and goes, I know where to find him. <laughs> I, I bet she does know where to find him. 
this would be the 2022 <laughs> equivalent of she she stalks him on Instagram or something. <laughs> For real, she's like, there. She's like, there's a rumor going around that Bruno's secret training spot is someplace in Mount Hideaway, and he's like, Mount Hideaway. All right, cool, because that's where we're going. We're going to go to Mount Hideaway, and we're going to go up there and find good old Bruno. And, and then we get the title sequence. They're, they're, and... they're really stretching these title sequences lately. We're freaking almost three minutes in, and we're finally getting <laughs> the damn title sequence. Say, listen here. If if you're if you're here for a filler episode, you'll watch pretty much anything. If you're watching this, <laughs> they're like, "Oh shit, we got to tell them what the name of the episode is." Bah. <laughs> oh, did we even figure one out? So, so it's it's we after the title sequence, we go we come into our heroes just sitting. Then and they're panting, and Misty is perfectly fine because she's not carrying anything but Tokapi and whatever probably lunch she has in her backpack. And she's oh, and like, the Pokeballs, probably. Yeah, and she doesn't have them on her belt. I was about to. Say, well, uh, according to this episode, she might only only uh, is only carrying one Pokemon, which we'll get into that's, later. That's how it's so light. <laughs> so she she's looking at the trail and she's like. Oh, look, she's like, we might only have about seven or eight miles to go from here um, until until we're finally at Mount Hideaway to go and find your Bruno. And Brock, of all people, is panting. I mean, I know Ash is, but Brock is panting like crazy. And he's like, seven or eight more miles. What what the hell? And they're they're just tired. Pikachu is like. This is really my trainer. I mean, he's supposed to be getting ready for the Pokemon League, and he's sitting here panting, just walking up a hill. And Misty is Misty is sitting there, basically calling them pathetic as well. Like, how are you expecting to um, become a great trainer if you're if you can't even make it up this damn hill, Doug? And Brock looks at Misty, and he's like, "Well, he, you definitely must be tired, so we can." You can take a, you can find a spot to rest, so you know you can sit down and relax. And and she was like, "Well, she wasn't tired at all." She's like, "Well, if you need, if you need to protect your ego that much." <laughs> so <clears throat> we we go straight from that to what looks like a hut, and an old lady comes out, and she has some meatball kebabs on a platter. And she's bringing them out for Brock, Misty, and Ash um, so that they can eat. And she's she's going on and she's explaining to all three of them that, um, that she's on the lookout for some hoodlums. Because some hoodlums keep coming in and taking her food every time that she makes food. And she looks down and she thinks that the hoodlums have taken off with her food again she's like these hoodlums again they took my food and come to find out the screen pans over and brock and ash are just scouring down these meatballs like freaking crazy and she's like oh okay you guys are the ones eating it, even though they didn't leave anything for misty <laughs> well she wasn't tired um and to be fair, Togepi had a meatball too. Um, 
she's like, oh, well, that's okay then. And then she she hears a noise and a little impromptu trap has been sprung, um, alerting her that the potential food thieves are back. So she, she's got a broom. She sees the back of them. And we know right away the food thieves are Jesse, James, and Meow. Yeah, and they're and we and get, they're sitting there. They're like, "Those are, th- those are no regular hoodlums. I know exactly who they are. That's Team Rocket." And they're just, of course, Team Rocket can't um, can't not show their identity. They they turn right around and start start with their old motto. And we get a we get a bit of a zhuzhed up version of the motto. Jesse calls them. You know, she's a prepare for trouble whippersnapper and make it double young fella, says James and Yalf is literally the viewer and says, Well, listen, we've we've heard this enough and he hits fast forward and Where is he every single week with that damn remote? I'm telling you. Well, I mean <laughs> I've I found the remote myself because I'm watching these episodes on one and a half speed. <laughs> so watching this episode was a trip. I mean, this part at least. You, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a, there's a button on your remote for Pokemon episodes to watch this stuff in, in a speed and a half. Yeah, I mean, if you watch it on your phone, you can go up to two times. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, it's with the, it was with the latest update. It's like, oh, I can control the playback speed. Um. (laughs) wrestling's interesting wrestling is interesting on two times i'm sure um, i'm sure it is I, so I i don't think i could do it. you you can't do a podcast at two times and that's just talking yes i know <laughs> um so meowth hits the fast forward button and oh you know, jesse and james are in double time and you can tell they're actually being affected because you they've got like beads of sweat and they're getting um, and then Alf drops in and does his line and Jesse and James are just exhausted. And James says, I think I bit my tongue and that's a son of a bitch. I did that this afternoon. <laughs> what were you eating? I had a piece of gum in my mouth and I was just getting my laughs in the house. Cause I'm not fucking with this wind chill this week. I think I'm staying in the whole week. <laughs> um, I was just going around the corner I don't know if I bumped into something or the dog barked. All of a sudden, the pe- the gum slipped, and I bit the fucking side of my tongue. Ooh, so me that hurt. And I and I'm sure it's still swollen as of right now, isn't it? I I, I mean I'm running running that part of my tongue against my teeth, and I can feel where it's dinged. Ouch! Yeah, I hate I hate it when I do that. I mean that's just that. It was the side too. I mean, I've bit the tip of my tongue before, but I'd never like. I, I mean, you've gone this far. If you don't care for it, hit, hit the fifteen second button. <laughs> I fucking drew blood. Ooh, ooh. Okay, yeah. You were you were really munching on that gum. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I. When I was, well, I look like an idiot when I'm doing laps in the house because I'm literally just doing a circle around the living room. 
I mean, I've been in your living room, so I, I can imagine that. I mean, you go out, you go through the hallway, you cut, you know, you can get it. It's a decent circle. And, um, you know, I've got the phone in the house, so I don't have to have the phone because I got the headphones on and they're Bluetooth, so I don't have to have my phone in my hand. The phone's just hanging out. And I'm just, I'm focused on what I'm listening to. Um, it was a review of Raw, to be, because, to be honest, I didn't go back to Raw until after I listened to the review, because I was like, okay, what's, what was worth it? And everybody was like, oh, the, the Fatal 4-Way. The opener good. and the Fatal 4-Way, yeah. Um, and people liked the U.S. title match as well. Yes. Um, yes. I was listening to that, and like I say, it took that corner, and all of a sudden, just, plop, I was like, ow! <laughs> so <clears throat> so back into the episode so after team rocket is done doing their motto the old lady goes in and chases them off with a broom scaring the mess out of team rocket and team rocket just goes running down they drop the bags which it looks like they've been saving these kebabs because there wasn't that many kebabs to begin with that was cooked fresh that they were eating but they had bags full of these meat kebabs and they dropped all three sacks and just started w wandering off. And the old lady is sitting there. She's like, hey, I guess we showed them. And then they and she just chuckles and um, that she she's like, I reckon you guys are going up the mountain, aren't you, to go and see some of the giant onyx that's up yonder. And they're like, giant onyx? And she's like, yeah, the onyx that, that are out there are just ginormous. They grow and they're and they they're just huge out there. So, Doug. Yeah, so and one thing that I didn't care for, because we got a we got like two minutes of it um towards the climax of the big fight, you know, little mini spoilers. Rock should have and like head over heels because his go-to Pokemon is that Onyx. Yeah, I mean he and, he he should have been ready to just go up there and look at this. And and I'm I'm glad you called it out because when I was watching this, I was like, where's Brock's Brock's spirit when it comes to Rock Pokemon? Yeah, I mean he should have. I mean, and to to be fair, all we saw from Brock it was that Onyx. We didn't see his Geo Dude. No. Well, we did see his ball. We did see. Oh well, no, Volpix was in the next episode. Yeah, yeah we, next... we. Yeah, we didn't even see Volpix in this episode. So, no, I mean, which probably I would have know. been a little bit more effective than his baby Onyx. <laughs> well, now let's not be calling it a baby Onyx. It's, he's just he's got a regular Onyx, <laughs> and that Onyx just happens to be ginormous. But we're getting right. we're, we're 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 getting ahead of ourselves. So. Uh, Doug, you wanna you wanna talk about um about um the old lady talking about these overgrown onyx and uh, yeah, apparently and, sorry apparently it's something in the soil makes the the onyx grow you know multiple times their size so you know they're going they're they're going up there. They're not really looking for Onyx. They're still looking for this elusive Bruno fella. And 
once again, Brock's walking. He's exhausted. He said, we've been walking for hours. This, this is completely uncharacteristic of Brock. Um, and then Ash looks down and he sees what looks like a road um, is, has been dug out. And Brock immediately looks at it. He's like, this is no road. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this they looks get like down something. In it. And this, this looks like it's something that was dug up. They get down in it and keep and walk in it nonetheless. So, I mean, who's really the idiot here? Yeah, for real. And as soon as they, they jump down in it and they start examining this dugout, long behold, here's one of the giant ass onyxes that just comes barreling out. And. It's like, ah, and it just looks angry. And Ash, Brock, and Misty, and Pikachu, they're like, oh, shit. And they just turn around, <laughs> and they just start bolting. And they, why didn't they get, why didn't they jump up on top of the fucking um, trench? I don't think it, it crossed their mind at all. <laughs> no. I mean, you you get chased like that. I mean, your first thought is just to run. But yeah, this Onyx was about to trample over them. And all of a sudden, they hear a guy go, hey, over here. And they just storm off to the side and come to find out the guy that said um, over here is none other than Elite Four member Bruno, who is the rock training pokemon well the fighting training pokemon from right. the elite the elite four doug and so he's he's he makes sure that they're okay and uh brock and ash kind of fanboy out a little bit and um bruno's walking and we see over his shoulder that brock misty and ash are following him and eventually Bruno turns around and says, is there a reason y'all are following me? And <laughs> Brock immediately crumbles. He's like, my my friend's training to be the, be uh, to take on the, the Pokemon league. And he's not too bright. I mean, he's, he's got, he's a, got a good heart, but sometimes he doesn't think too much and he, he needs your help because quite frankly, the, the most athletic thing he's done since he's been training is surf this big wave with his old fella and, I mean, we were in a movie, but kind of not really. And Ash <laughs> down and, and beg. And <laughs> Ash is like, okay. And he, and he gets down. And he's like, please, please train me, Mr. Bruno. And Brock's like, grovel harder. And he pushes his fucking head down. He's like, please, I need help. <laughs> and, he's a, and they're like, we'll do anything you say. And Bruno's like, anything? And they say, well, okay. And next, cut to next thing we know, they're fucking... Um, pailing water out of the stream. Yeah, bro, and, bro, Bruno made Brock and Ash his bitch for <laughs> for for the day, making them do things that he doesn't want to do, but he has to do to kind of survive while he's camping. <laughs> this was this is hands down my favorite part of the episode. Because <laughs> Misty, Misty's watching this all unfold, and she's like, "Um, well, this doesn't seem right. Why are you guys pelling the water? 
why are you guys bringing up rocks and come to find out all there they were doing um fast forward and oh and they found some twigs that had um a v that were that was in the shape of a v come to find out all of this was just so bruno could make lunch <laughs> to to be fair at least he didn't make them make his food for him he he had done the work for the food it was just the cooking process um and i for for the sake of myself i just have to point out the fact that during the water gathering the wood chopping and the stone gathering misty got absolutely wrecked three times yes and I enjoyed every last bit of it because she was sitting there and she's talking shit. <laughs> and every time and she talks shit, she got hit. And I was like, oh my God, she's finally getting her own. Finally, the Pokemon writers are like, let's finally just hand it to Misty for once. So, you know, they're standing back as, as Bruno's sitting cross-legged eating his stew. Uh, with a with a set of chopsticks because he forgot a spoon, and um, Misty's like, "Well, this guy seems like he's full of hot air, honestly." And Brock's sitting there going, "This is Master Bruno. If he had us do all these tasks, there had to have been a reason for it." And he and he's still deep down a warrior, and warriors got to eat. He goes, "Watch, I'm gonna sneak up behind him with his frying pan." And he's going to sense my attack, and he's going to block it, and I might not be conscious in a minute. And he's, says, you, you just sit there and watch. And he, I, I take it back. He doesn't have, I thought he had a frying pan. He's just got a, a long uh, stick. And he goes, um, you know, we get his fantasy on what he expects to happen. And <clears throat> he goes, Master Bruno, show him your lightning speed. And he just fucking brains him. Dude, because he, he had this envision in his head right beforehand that he's going to come down with, with a freaking big-ass stick and Bruno is just going to block deflect it <laughs> with with the top of the lid for the, for the stew that he had just made. He just comes down, show up, show him your master speed, and just bam! And Bruno's like, what the hell was that for? <laughs> so, um, he's sitting there on a rock, and he's got a, got a wash rag on the knot that formed out of his head. And he said, so, you want to know the secret to my Pokemon training? And, Bru and Ash is like, more than anything. And um, Bruno's like, there is no secret. And they're like, so you didn't come to Mount Hideaway to keep your secrets secret? <laughs> and he said, no, I... <clears throat> the reason I come to this mountain is to catch the biggest and baddest Onyx that live up here. And, you and, know... And he's like, he's like, there is no secret that um, to be a really strong Pokemon trainer, you have to have strong Pokemon. So I'm coming up here to catch the baddest one of them all. Yeah, so Brock's like my my perfect image of Master Bruno has been shattered, and he's and he literally goes down a he goes down a metaphorical spiral, and <laughs> um, 
uh, Team Rocket are back uh, overlooking all this on the on a cliff's edge. They say, did somebody say something about giant onyxes? And we're gonna we're, if we catch the biggest one, we can find and take it to the boss. We can we can play kiss ass and we'll be as strong as the elite four trainers and we don't have to do any of the stupid training like the stupid people that try to do the hard work and then they snicker like cartoon villains and we get who's that pokemon and it's alakazam (laughs) and that'll be relevant next week thankfully and (laughs) you really do hate when 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 the pokemon doesn't add up to this episode or the next one and it's just a random ass pokemon so i'm happy i'm happy with this run and i'm happy with black and white because black and white i mean we're still young enough in that series where the who's that pokemon is usually a pokemon that we're going to meet or we just met so so we come back from our break and team rocket has a very big um, bazooka and they shoot the damn bazooka and come to find out they shot it right at the damn onyx that is underneath in the ground and the onyx just blares up and he's like and freaking jesse james and meow were not expecting onyx to be that big (laughs) and they they just (laughs) they just stare at this onyx and Meowth is like, let's forget it. Let's get out of here. And Jesse's like, no, we came here to do a job and we're going to finish it. And then we go and jump right back to Ash, Misty, and Brock. And Ash is just, he he's just pissed because he's like, man, basically, I'm I'm going to sum up what what's going on in Ash's head. Ash was Ash thought he could have a have another cheat day just so he can find out the secret of Bruno so he doesn't have to train his Pokemon anymore and he can just use his secret technique to win the Pokemon League. But now he's like, man, there's no secret. And he's like, there's no secret after all um, for Pokemon. Nothing besides the fact of training your own Pokemon, which is what he should be doing, duh. Yeah. Yeah, if he hadn't have been passing off and... Going to figure out how slow bros evolve or slow pokes evolve and <laughs> like I said, surfing and, and being a de facto movie star, he might be ready. I mean He didn't even make it into the movie. <laughs> didn't even make it into the I mean, I suppose you can make a half assed argument that Pikachu's probably ready, but nobody else is ready. No. Not at all. But um, but yeah, myth, um, we we hear a big loud blast, and Ash, Misty, and Brock—they're like, "What was that? That sounds like trouble!" And Brock's like, "Let's go!" And then we go back to Team Rocket, and Team Rocket's sitting there blasting rocket after rocket. I don't know where they have these long ass rockets that they're shooting out, but they're they're just blaring them out of this cannon this little bazooka cannon that they got and it's hitting the onyx but it's not doing anything to the onyx and it's more pissing on onyx off even more than he's pissed off because onyx has a reason to be pissed off but we're not there yet right so and meowth is like he's like good aim james 
and Onyx is just looking over at them. He's like, ah, and he starts barreling towards Team Rocket, and Team Rocket just starts running like crazy, like Ash, Misty, and Brock were earlier. And they see a little crack in 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 a wall, which is stupid because you would think this big ass Onyx can crack into this little wall that they're jumping into, but they jump into um they jump into this little mini cave-like wall um that's um surrounded by all these rocks and onyx just goes over and he just starts slamming into the little cave and he's just like bam bam and basically the rocks are starting to cave in on team rocket and ash misty and brock all they see is freaking onyx barreling at the damn wall and they're like those voices that's team rocket well shit we gotta actually help them doug yeah because we're the the baby faces here and even though every even though everybody watching knows that team rocket's the bad guys we can't be setting a bad example for the kids watching so we've got to help them <laughs> and so this is where brock throws out his onyx and we get that great size disparity um Misty has star you, not even star me. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, where where the hell are her other Pokemon? And then Ash goes, well, Simple Math says two water Pokemon is better than one, so he throws out Squirtle. And freaking... Well, he, um, wa- he wasn't even going to throw out Squirtle at first. It, it, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, he was. Because I thought Misty was like, well, you, you should throw out your Pokemon too, and all Brock has is freaking his Onyx with him, and you can tell the size difference of a freaking Onyx. Brock's Onyx just looks like um, looks like a piece of like hose that you throw out in the yard. <laughs> I mean, it's just nothing. And I mean, looks like you, you know when you throw a rubber snake at your buddy to scare him. And Team Rocket's in this cave, and the cave is. Subtly collapsing with every second, and they're like, "Oh, we're 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 stuck." And Starmie tries to hit it with a a water gun, hits it right in the face, just kind of like you said, pisses it off. Um, Ash and Misty decide to combine Squirtle and um, Star use water guns. They both take out one eye, and the giant Onyx is frustrated and distracted and Meow's like this is our chance we got to run for it and he looks beside him and both um jesse and james have there are the punch. they're already a mile down the road <laughs> and the um the giant onyx to the onyx has regained its composure and it, and it wipes out squirtle star you and onyx it hits um Team Rocket and Team Rocket goes blasting off. We see the aftermath. Onyx and Squirtle are out. We see Staryu's got a blinking light and it's in the center of its stomach. And and it's the, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's done. And freaking uh, freaking it, it gets knocked off and it just tail wags right up against um, Staryu and Squirtle. Hits Team Rocket. Team Rocket just goes flying 
Like, I felt bad for Team Rocket for a second. Like, I mean, even though they were the ones shooting the damn rocket, they didn't need to get squashed by the damn um, Onyx like that. Um, no, but you needed a way to get him done for the episode, I suppose. Yeah. So, then the giant Onyx sees Brock, Misty, and Ash on the cliff. Uh, charges to the cliff, knocks into it. Ash gets knocked off balance because he's a fucking clumsy 10-year-old. He goes down into the canyon. And Onyx is about to have him for lunch, basically. And Pikachu jumps down and, you know, does a thunder shock. But obviously, you know, we've, we've known since the... First episode. Was it, the, was it the first or second episode that electric types are weak against um, rock? Unless your unless your Ash is Pikachu against hmm. Brock's Onyx, but that's not Brock's Onyx. That's a Super Mega Onyx <laughs> for real. It seems like it 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 startled Onyx for a second because Onyx did squint. While it, while it was getting shocked and it, it kind of tickled it because Onyx... Yeah, well, I don't know if I would say tickle, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> well, it, it did something because Onyx had to <laughs> Onyx had to shake it off for a second. <laughs> so it did something to Onyx, but it, it more pissed him off and right. it started just coming down like it's about to eat. Ash and Pikachu and Ash grabs Pikachu. He's like, oh my gosh, this is the end. And freaking Bruno just jumps down and like freaking Superman just picks, grabs both of them, jumps back like 10 feet into the air onto, onto a cliff and then 10 feet above that onto another cliff to get him out of the reach of the Onyx. And Ash looks up. He's like, you saved us. And, and we have the freaking... Um, Brock and Misty come running back, and they're like, "Oh, Master Bruno, you you saved him! You saved him!" And Bruno's like, "I'll handle this one myself." And then he just goes down, and Onyx is still not having any of it. Um, he's just thrashing. He's just <laughs> just trying his shit. I know, freaking. Um, but Bruno's like, let me find out what's troubling you. And as he's trying to figure it out, Onyx is just tackle, tackle, tackle. And Bruno is dodging every single tackle attack, but it doesn't look like he's going to be able to, he, he's going to misstep at some point. And Brock, Misty, and Ash notice it, and they're like, oh my gosh, he's in trouble. But Bruno continues to sit there, and he's like, let me in. And Onyx just stands there for a second and he walks over to Onyx and he he's like, oh, this is your problem. And he he starts um, digging into one of Onyx's stones and then he's like, all right, hold right here. And then he pulls out a fucking sand, sla uh, sand slash out of Onyx and Onyx looks down and he's so relieved because he had gotten the sand slash um, stuck inside of him for so long. And freaking, um, he's like, that's what was troubling you, wasn't it? And Onyx is like, yeah. 
And then he's like, all right, well, you're free now, so you can go. And Onyx doesn't move. And Bruno is like, you want to come with me, don't you? And Bruno is so freaking happy. And he's like, well, I was I was hoping that if I saved your life, you would be, you would come with me. Get in this Pokeball. And he throws the Pokeball and he captures this big old Onyx, Doug. Seen, you remember that Ed, Ed and Eddie episode where Ed's walking around with a pebble in his shoe? Yeah, yes, I do. I just watched that not too long ago on HBO Max. It was. It's this. Yeah, it is. And you know, eventually, Double D tips over his shoe, and it's a, he all this for a pebble. <laughs> now, I mean, obviously, I would take a, a pebble in my shoe than a sand slash in my crevices, but. And then <laughs> I did have to chuckle. What's that? When um, it it you know because Bruno pulls out the sand slash and sand slash goes flash and Ash goes, "What's that?" <laughs> yeah, out of all Pokemon, you don't know what a damn sand slash is. Come on, you've seen a sand shrew for goodness' sakes. I know. It, I mean, you're telling me they don't look the same, but uh, we it's we racist. we do come to a conclusion that. Bruno knew the secret technique this whole time, Doug. And it's he's got just, that he he's got that special touch. Usually have to pay for that. <laughs> Normally you do. <laughs> but um but yeah, it Ash is gleaming from ear to ear because he he believes he knows the secret technique now and he go he went over to um to Bruno and he thanked him and then we shoot straight from that and we were back with Team Rocket and Team Rocket is now surrounded by multiple gigantic onyxes and the onyxes look like they're about to eat Team Rocket for lunch but that's how we leave this episode we never find out what happens to Team Rocket but I mean obviously they get out of there but how how, how dare you how dare you sir how dare I what? There was three fantastic puns at the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. One of them says, one of them says, I think things are kind of looking rocky, don't, or things are kind of looking rocky, don't you? And, and one of them says, oh, we, we shouldn't be taking this, um, these Pokemon couldn't look any bolder. And, um, <laughs> one of them says, Maybe people should stop taking these Pokemon for granted. Oh, granted. Yeah, I get. I, uh, yeah, I get it. How 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 dare you? I'll ignore the puns. <laughs> my bad, Doug. My bad. But yeah, that was this week's episode, and it was a fantastic um, episode with Bruno. I think because we're 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 doing a trilogy today, and. Um, so we're we're recording three episodes in a row, and by far, I I think this is like one of my more favorite episodes that I was actually watching and trying to enjoy as a filler episode. What about you, Doug? I mean, I I said it. Um, is this episode going out? Uh, this episode is actually going out this Friday on Patreon. Well, I said it. I said it on on Tuesday. Um, if you listen to, um, what's the name of that episode? Oh, I just did. 
uh, Go West Young Me. If you listen to Go West Young Me out, I said, um, quite frankly, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, I mean, what else are you doing? For real. I said, I, fi- I find it hard to give a filler episode four because I find it hard to give a regular episode a five. So, I mean, as much as I might have enjoyed the episode, and I did, I think I'm still stuck at the three and a half. Okay. All right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So, yeah. I'm going to give it a nice, solid three myself. Oh, damn. I thought you you were going four for sure. No. I, I, like I said, it it takes, I mean, you, you, people have heard my fours and my fives on my rating. And I did enjoy, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode because it had Bruno in it and it was something different, but you, we need like gym battles, like progression in the series. And I don't think that there was much progression. I mean, it was an entertaining episode, but the progression in the episode did not happen really at all. Cause Ash still hasn't started training. No training at all. I don't think all. he's gonna. No. I don't think he's gonna. He's not, and it fucking sucks. But, but yeah, that's that was this week's episode. So, Doug, um, I know you have. I think you have what one final Pokemon pack over over with you. Are you? I have you, two. You have two. Okay. 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 Do you want to do one of those packs on this episode, or do you want to save them for the next two episodes? It's up to you. It doesn't really matter. No, it's up to you. They're your packs. What do you, what do you, what do you want to do, Doug? I can do one now, and then I think I'll skip um, skip the next one, and I'll I'll end with our last one. Okay, sounds good. All right, so I went first on the last one, Doug, so this week I'm going to have you go first. And remember... To take the top four cards and put them down so you're looking at an energy. You only went first because you went ahead of things. <laughs> I I do so, want to uh, I do want to, to inform everybody and you can vouch for it because you you've seen it. But um um I finally did during my COVID outbreak, I finally got my <laughs> My my freaking Charizard that I have been searching for in the celebration packs, and I I went and I sent you a screenshot of me holding that card. I was like, I got it, and you're like, congratulations, sir. I can't vouch <laughs> for that. I was drunk when you sent that. <laughs> it's still in your phone, or at least I hope it. Is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean I wasn't drunk. I know. So. So, all right. Your your wife texted me and said, your boyfriend's about to call you. <laughs> did she really? <laughs> Just, what did she text me? Yeah, she texted me. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> what did she text me? She goes, be prepared to get a call from your boyfriend. He legit pissed the fuck out of this package. I screamed like a girl and jumped up and did air guitar. <laughs> of course she sent you that. <laughs> I had the kids bless the pack before I opened it. I was like, please. I had the kids bless the pack. I did. I, 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 cause, okay, okay, 
Uh, right before you do it, I have a funny story because I, I told you the first part how I almost um, took the mailman and like shook him up, upside down because my package said it was out for delivery, but he didn't have my package. But come how to, dare he? But come to find out we got two USPS mail services um, on that day, which was weird. But um, but yeah, I literally chased down the mailman, and I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm supposed to have a a package um delivered <laughs> to my home." I was like, "Where is it?" <laughs> like, oh no, he's like, "There, I I don't I don't have the packages. Um, the packages are coming via someone else." And I'm thinking in my head, "What mail service that's U.S. United States Postal Service has two things of mail per day. So I thought he was lying to me, but I mean, I couldn't shake him down anymore. Because you were wrong. Yeah, I, well, I was 100% wrong. But come to find out, um, an hour later, I had the package arrive at my house via a different mail carrier. And my wife just looks at me and she's like, so I was right. You almost killed this postal man over- You almost a- committed a federal offense. <laughs> For some Pokemon cards. <laughs> and I was like, well, is I was like, but I paid for it. And she's like, did it say delivered on your app? I was like, no. I was, she's like, what did I say? <laughs> what did, no, what, what did I say? Right before I hung up, because I was heading out the door, I said, you can't really panic until it says delivered. Yes, I know. Motherfucker. I know. But, um, but it was one pack and I vouched that because I, I had bought this pack and it was a celebrations pack and it only had four cards in it. And I said, if I don't get my Charizard on this pack, I am done. I'm done. I'm not I'm not buying any more celebration Pokemon packs. And so I got it in the house and I opened the I opened the box and it was from GameStop and I was like, oh, no, no, no. This one wasn't from GameStop. I bought this one from eBay because you can't buy single single celebration packs. So I bought this from eBay. So I was like, and I had the kids come over. I was like, I was like, please rub this card. And I was talking to my son and he he rubbed it. He's like, yeah, I'm your good luck charm because apparently he is. Anything that he touches is freaking turns to gold. I I need to have him rub a damn scratch off one of these days. <laughs> but, um, and then my daughter comes over, me too, me too. And I was like, all right, all right. I was like, all right, rub it. And she rubbed it. And then I kissed it. And um, Stephanie was like, you want me to? I was like, no. I was like, you stay far away from this pack. Oh, <laughs> bro, you're going to get your nuts <laughs> No, she, she, she knows she's bad luck. When it comes to this stuff, I was like, you do not touch this pack. And she just, she gave me the most glaring eye and I opened the pack and I literally screamed like a little girl. I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) and I jumped up and I probably, I think you were there at that WrestleMania where I cleared the couch, but didn't remember clearing the couch. I think you I was up at, I was up at school because that was, um... that was WrestleMania when the rock beat John Cena. Yeah, the first one. That was 28. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
I opened it, I just screamed. And I don't remember anything of what happened after that with me just looking. I threw down the other cards that came with it. <laughs> and I was just kissing this card. And I grabbed one of my little sleeves and I put it in the sleeve. And apparently I did air guitar. And I jumped up and my wife said my head almost hit the ceiling. It it it, it, it was... It was, it was, uh, dude, I was waiting for this card for so long. Like, I don't. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you straight up. What's up? If something had happened and you had, you know, ended up in the hospital, I would not have sympathy for you. <laughs> it would have been like the ghost pepper story from years ago. And the doctor looked right at me and was like, why? Like the doctor's looking at me. I I am in pain. I'm just like just pump my stomach, please. And and the doctor the doctor looked right at me and was like, "Why?" And my and my wife is standing right next to me and was like, "I told him the exact same thing." Wife had me on the ground curled up for 2 hours before she took me to the doctor to get my stomach pump from Ghost Pepper. I was fine. I know you were fine, but I wasn't. <laughs> But um, but yeah, that 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 is it, everyone. It's time to open up some Pokemon packs. So, Doug, what do you have this week? Well, I've got an energy, and I'm gonna take a guess at what it is. It's purple. Is it is purple psychic? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't let you guess that. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it. I was going fire. So. Yeah, okay. So I got I got a psychic energy. I got a what's it called when the when the um the description is shiny? A reverse hollow. Got a reverse hollow spiral energy. Ooh, ooh, okay. I've got fire resistant gloves trainer card. Okay. We're just we're just we're on fire so far. <laughs> what color was your um card on top? A black border, so dog shit. Um oh, oh shit. Okay. I've, I've got a Pinora trainer card. There better be some Pokemon in this goddamn pack. I <laughs> ah, here we go. I've got a, a Zangoose. Okay. A Zangoose, all right. I've got a perfume. Okay. I've got a far-fetched, a Galarian far-fetched. Nice. He looks cool, doesn't he? He does look pretty cool. Like anybody fuck with me, I'm going to hit him with the wrong end of this stick. <laughs> I've got a... Sneasel. Okay. I've got a earling. Ooh, okay. Nice. I've got a Bolette. A what? Say that one more time. G-O-L-E-T-T. Golette. Oh, a Golette. Okay. Okay. And my final card is a uh, 
Crabinable? A Crabominal. Crabominal. Okay. Nice. Nice. The pack that I'm going to be opening is a Sword and Shield Evolving Skies. And it looks like this is going to be a dud pack as well because I got a black card. What energy am I looking at? Oh, shot in the dark. Water. Fighting. Ah, damn it. Oh! <laughs> I have an, an SQ, a Trainer Rapid Strike Scroll of the Flying Dragon card, another Trainer Switching Cups, a Chin Chow, a Denio, a Pumpkaboo, a Carvana, a Grossifer, a Reverse Hollow Lillipup, and my rare is a Drampa. So, yeah, a dud pack this week, everybody. But those are the Pokemon packs this week, and that is the episode. So, Doug, do you have anything else to add before we start on our next episode? I do not. All right, my brother. Well, say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you I will see you on the next episode, everybody. And the next episode is The Ancient Puzzle of Pokanopolis. Have a good night, everybody.